You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? Sleeve Randall. Yeah, macho man. Macho man. Oh, he's here today, brother. The madness uh-huh. is here. And we're going to get mad on the genuine wrestle boys. Oh, yeah. Snip into a slim show. <laughs> okay. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys. I'm the macho man. A podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Eastside. Met. Zach. Met. Met. <laughs> oh, let me try that again. Yeah. Let me try that again. Matt. 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 That guy that talks backwards from Twin Peaks. Yeah. So, and still in Macho Man, still endorsing the Slim Jim from Beyond the Grave, huh? Oh, yeah, brother. Sometimes you just gotta step into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Dig it! Did you ever play the Dave Mira 2? Yes. Where you could be Slim Jim guy? Yes, Wait, I what? did. Yeah, so there was a Dave Mira... I played the first one on my game. computer. Yeah, yeah so the second one, one you could be the Slim Jim guy. And there was a sick-ass water park you could ride your bike uh-huh. through. I and just, I just want to be Shrek. Shrek? <laughs> like, uh, like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4. Yeah. Oh. That'd be nice. But now you could be Slim Jim guy. I like being Darth Maul and Tony Hawk. That was really fun. Yeah. It also had a really, really good soundtrack. Yeah, I remember I the cult was on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah the cult she Sanctuary on a Dave Mira game. That's really weird that that came up because on the Edge and Christian show that I was listening to. Oh, the yeah. Home, like, Christian's daughter apparently wanted to listen to that exact song. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, like from the Dave Mira game. <laughs> Do you, on a, those games, those what games introduced that? me <laughs> to, like, all the good music <laughs> I listened to. That's the first time I ever heard you. that song. It was the first time I ever heard Jimmy World. Yeah. Bleed American Jimmy World was on it also yeah, first time I heard Jimmy Buffett <laughs> oh shit dude oh man boat drinks <laughs> still looking for that lost shaker of salt huh hell yeah alright we'll talk about wrestling now I guess oh yeah wrestling Isai yes no Isai no the macho man's here madness baby so well, macho someone man someone slap him how was <laughs> how was broken. watching uh, Jay Lethal as you um honestly the Jay Lethal thing was one of the coolest moments <laughs> wait where'd you go <laughs> Um, yeah, no, no, no. I took off the glasses. Oh, okay. We did, we did that little, little snippet. Oh, I heard. From all in. How did mine sound better than yours? We, had, we, we were, were trying stuff. We were experimenting. Did you shoot that shotgun mic? No. I, I was guessing. I set up a, like a condenser mic in the room, and then we hung a dynamic mic from the ceiling. Oh, you guys are really getting weird. Yeah, yeah we were fun. getting weird. It was also, comfy. I, used, I mean, I used my iPhone, and we just kind of like sat around, and I just like interviewed like Jenna and Mike. Yeah, we're in an enclosed space. We're just in our hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were like at a Chipotle, and I was like, I bet everyone working there is having a fucking good time listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, we weren't actually at the Chipotle. Yeah. Uh, also, behind the like, veil. Speaking for myself, at least the uh, level of uh, sobriety or not, I was throughout that event. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had been on Kratom the whole time, so, I mean, there's that. Okay. Kratom. Yeah. Kratom Cowboys. I did, <laughs> I did jank them, so. <laughs> Wish. 
had a Jinko. Yeah, we were having a good time. I just ate a pair of Jinko jeans. That I gets you real fucked up. I smoked some Jinkos. <laughs> Roll They're me up another. They party. Yeah. Oh, so. my God. Who knows what was in those? Roll me up another pant leg, know. brother. <laughs> um, but, yeah, how was, how was all in, like, reflecting on it a week later? I, I'm like actually like I feel like I am going through like all in withdrawals mm-hmm. um, because like it was I was still, something I was looking forward to for like a very long time like when we decided we were gonna go mm-hmm. and like then like when we bought tickets and everything like it became like we were gonna go even more so so um, just having something like that that's such a big event that I look forward to and then being there and having the like, actual event portion of it be awesome and having like we had unbelievable seats and like just spending time with like Brady, Jenna and Mike like while watching the event was super cool and like we had some shitty people behind us but like aside from that it was like everything was great the event was like for the fans not like in spite of the fans yeah yeah mm-hmm. and the like i haven't i haven't watched a lot of the show um like on a like on TV at all yeah. I watch like the Battle Royal and like try to check out some of the NWA title match stuff. Um, the energy that conveys there. What is, color was it? It wasn't amber, but like the conveyed across TV, it was pretty big. But in there, it was like another world. I had never been mm. a part of any live event that felt that way, especially the NWA title match. Like, I don't think it came across just hearing your guys' review on it, mm-hmm. but how huge that was! Like, yeah, it, like. Even going into that, like, and just like I, you felt like I felt goosebumps, and it felt like something like in my throat, I'm like oh my god. And then when Cody got the three, like I fucking jumped up, and like we, like it was just like it was like a real moment, and like you could see in his face, and like the energy in the building, it felt real, and it felt like the NWA for like that ten minutes, that ten pounds of gold was the belt, that was the championship in wrestling. Yeah, they, they built up that whole thing. I was telling uh, Matt and Oster before you guys got here, um, basically like how after that match, it was almost like I don't want to say it was like an energy drop, but like everyone was so hyped like for that whole match and the way it felt like it just like never got back to that level. Well, and you it, had Glacier in the fucking <laughs> the pack like walking out Cody. Yeah. You know it's gonna be some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that that felt like the most important match on the show. Like I wouldn't necessarily say it was my favorite match, but I don't think you could ever replicate that feeling. And I know it definitely like I haven't watched All In on TV yet, but like it 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 wouldn't come across like how it felt at all. Yeah, and yeah. just like hearing reviews of people who were there live kind of share the same sentiment but then like reviews of people who watch it they're like oh this was really big and this is cool but people there live it's like you felt it yeah you, like with every like part of you like the, like you could fucking hear it feel it taste it smell it like this was like it what was like what it tastes like glory and, <laughs> and like and steven seagal energy drinks nice olive oil yeah and you guys know I've been like like hard on Cody like I don't see the appeal in him but like that whole match and like just when we were get when we got there like that was the only video package they would play was for like the feud for that match like that made him feel like a superstar to me like beyond anything Mm -hmm. WWE could ever do for anyone right now yeah and after this I feel like Cody's like a player coach he's like Charlie Conway 
Like, he might not be the best wrestler, but goddamn, he could book a show. Yeah, and he just has and that they, presence. And produce a show. They booked a video, like, they did that video package in such a way that you, like, in the whole, like, the 10 pounds of gold thing that Dave Lagana and Billy Corgan were doing, mm-hmm. like, the, um, the all-in stuff that Cody was doing, like, they told this fucking story that, like, it transcended um, just being a storyline. It was... It was. It became like actually Cody Runnels, the man, and Cody Runnels, the Cody Rhodes, the wrestler, kind of coming together as one. Like he, like he's a little boy going for his dad's belt, and then he's Cody Rhodes, the wrestler. I want to win this fucking NWA title, world title, and I joined at one. And I think it made for such a cool moment. And then um, I, I told this to Jenna there. They did the fucking best possible thing. Is they fucking had that match and then they had the car crash of Adam Page. Oh my god! And Joey Janela right yeah, after it. Not. Because how do you get like that kind of emotions and stuff back? Or you, you're not going to with like a serious match. So instead, you have people go out and fucking try to murder themselves like Joey Janela. But yeah. like, so that didn't live up to the Joey Janela expectations. That was the first thing I've ever seen. He was a he seemed like a straight wrestler to me. Like, oh. it was a great match. Woo. I to, liked it. To me, I actually think that that match, uh, for me, was, like, the, the peak of it, where it was just, like, I was at the most excited. Also, as Zach was you, saying, we were having a good time watching you, all in. Yeah. Yeah. You all yeah. say it right now, because I know none of my employers will ever listen to this. I was stoned as hell. <laughs> and then some dicks came out, and I lost my <laughs> yeah. fucking It was mind. so fun. You can hear our reaction you on can't our last ex- episode. You can't expect a CZW match at this. Well, yeah. Sure. No, no, no. I was just expecting, like... The bur- I thought he was a like crazy weirdo like non wrestler. That's what I thought. There was a Cracker Barrel involved. Yeah, but the burning hand. There was like the new on the throw ladder. ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that like, was insane. no, that was insane. Like no, like because you can't as a wrestler, and he is a. I'll use that term, as loosely as we want to. Um, I thought he was good. He's he's good, but he's untrained. Okay, what? He's like he didn't go to wrestling school. Oh, okay. Like you need to listen to his. He's story. just a fucking bruiser. No, he just like told some guys he trained, and then they're like, "All right, you're on the shows now." <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, here's the other thing too. I think Joey Janela like did a lot of crazy shit, kind of just to put his name on the map. Mm-hmm. But he's made it really clear he wants to go to WWE. So okay. I think now he's kind of more so focused on trying to become more of a solid wrestler, not just a deathmatch guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, that's actually where... Uh, I thought that match lived up because, like, that match had so much of the fuckery and bullshit that you want in a Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and no, then when I you had Joey it. Ryan afterwards, it. it was like, okay, we're watching a fucking wild show. Like, you're not going to... Like, you were, we were saying earlier, like, the uh, the presentation of it, I think just because what the template is, is, is WWE uh, I mean, and New Japan, of course, but, like, it felt production-wise, like, we're watching a big pay-per-view mm-hmm. and stuff, but then when you see a fucking bunch of inflatable dicks coming out, and it's just, like, a hilarious... That's and that, that's, that's the, the payoff of a year of story. And yeah, that's and exactly, and it made all a bunch of sense. you would see that. And it was just, like, we are watching something so different. fucking different. It's yeah. for the fans. And then, like, just the vibe in the building, like, walking in there, like, people were just really stoked. Yeah. And, like, you, like, you didn't, like, have this, like... On, like, like aside from just some shitty comments that people were making about women's wrestlers behind us, like for the most part, a lot of the fans were just there to have a good time. Yeah, which was really cool. 
Um, like you could see it in like just people like around us. Like they like everything like they were happy. Uh huh. Like and it wasn't like the Bucks and Cody were going against the fans. Yeah. They weren't trying to fight the fans. They weren't trying to get one over on the fans. They weren't trying to swerve the fans. Everything was for the fans. Right. Even like when you have like a fucking bullshit heel like MJF, who I fucking thought like had a great performance and mm. He's like a 24-year-old kid, and he'll probably be in WWE in two years. I definitely see why they say he's Cole Cabana's uh, son. He oh, yeah. looks like he looks Cole, like Cole Cabana. Cabana. Yeah. Also, I thought that was so smart for them to like put on an unannounced match that's a solid match first, because like, what if we have some stream issues? Because a first-time thing like that is almost sure to have yeah. some and level we, of yeah, and We had one very small issue, but that was it for yeah. the stream. And then they just played everything really well. I mean, people wanted to see Flip Gordon on this, and they had the best booked battle royal I've ever seen. Oh, it was so oh, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody got big shine. They made sure, like, everybody got a spot. Like, Marco Stunt got to do his fucking pop-up code breaker that's so sick with the perfect base, uh, Brian Cage, who yeah. works with AAA. Dude, I'll say, Marco Stunt has a uh, a, a new fan uh, in me uh, <laughs> that I'd, I had never heard of I him. But I'm sure a lot of people. He lost one in Brian Alvarez, though. I just really love that his nickname is Mr. Fun Size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he lost one in Brian Alvarez, who keeps talking crap that people are thinking might lead to a match. <laughs> yeah. That'd be sick. Also, shout out to Marcus Dunn, another What a Maneuver. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and a Maneuver family member. I love the Bully Ray spot, like in the, the battle. Oh, role, yeah. Because yeah, you always got to have that foil. Yeah. Jordan Grace was awesome in it. Yeah, she like, was. She did really fucking deadlifting cage. Yeah, that was awesome. Also, she is way shorter than I thought she was oh, when yeah. we met her the next She's night. I know. Damn, and I'm like, no. oh my God, you can lift up Brian Cage and he would kill me. For anyone <laughs> that couldn't hear, that was Jenna saying that she's shorter than her. So Also, like, super nice person. Yeah. Awesome. Really, really good. Very good person, too. Yes. Um, just, I don't know, like, the big thing with All In was just the vibe. Like, we got there, like, at such a good time. Like, I don't know, like, Jenna accidentally left her phone at this pizza place in Chicago. Uh-oh. Well, Ar- Arlington Heights. Deep or Schaumburg, dish. wherever the hell we were. And then we, uh, actually it was Mod Pizza, so it was Flat Boy. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. And then, um. What the fuck? I'm upset. We went to Giordano's later. Oh, fuck. Okay, you, here, grab a mic. Okay, so we were at Mod Pizza, and, uh, Mike and Isai were ordering their pizza, and there was this guy who worked there, and he came up to me, he's like, are you wearing a Fozzie jacket? <laughs> I'm like, No. He goes, oh, like, he's like, I thought that was a New Japan Pro Wrestling jacket. And I was wearing my LIJ jacket. I'm like, well, I'm like, it is, but I'm like, it's not Fozzie. He's like, oh, well, I see Jericho, like, wear shirts with that logo on it. I said, yeah, his is, like, a parody. So whatever, he, like, starts talking to me about, um, like, New Japan. He's like, yeah, I wish, because StarCast was right across the right, street from yeah. everywhere. He's like, yeah, everyone's been coming in here. He's like, I really want to go meet Kenny Omega and whatever. And we're just bullshitting. And then, like whatever he went back to work and mike and isai came up and then like he just came up and talked to us again and like <laughs> you you explain it he was like yeah man i wanted to see some wrestlers come in here and like <laughs> I, know, I, I would love to have like you know put me in a figure four then like jumps on the ground like elbow drops the ground everyone yeah. in the restaurant <laughs> turns and stares at our table oh, hell yeah and he's like, yeah like one two three i'm like okay he was taking solo bumps yeah, right in front of you dude. But yeah. yeah, that guy's awesome. <laughs> he should have. But, so, like, but also, 
do your job, dude. He just like throws a pizza on the ground, elbow drops it and pins it. Like. And then he jumps back up and like slams his hand on the table and he's like, Woo! And I was like, the hell's Oh going my on? god. Yeah, You're that brother. <laughs> he was doing the woo because oh, the no. nature boy. And sure enough, when we came back, he had my phone. Nice. He, really? phone and he, he stole it. He wanted you to come back. Yeah, he doesn't like, have friends. He doesn't have friends, but the nature boy has friends. The only thing about all is my baby girl Charlotte wasn't on it. <laughs> Rick, did you watch All In? I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you do any StarCast stuff? No. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because you had to pay extra, right? You had to pay extra for to go into StarCast, and they only had weekend passes available that you could buy, and then you had to pay extra for each event. Oh, yeah. that's stupid. It makes sense, and I get it, but like I didn't want to do that. Right, um, yeah. But like, it was cool, because like, we got in there super early. Um like we were like right when the lines started to kind of get a Jenna little bit. Jenna was barricade. saying you guys were kind of like within like the first hundred people in the building. Probably, yeah. And then we um, got in the merch line real quick. The merch line was taking like an hour plus for everybody. Yeah. And so she got a, a Barry the Drug Free Bear because mm-hmm. uh, being the elite is drug free and that's the way to be. It's true. Abby keeps trying to eat him. Of course. They, it's a bear. It's because she likes drugs. sometimes. That, that was say. just Dana Massey, <laughs> which is cool. Um, I don't know. Just, like, the whole thing was just really, really fun. Um, also, I mean, just hanging out with, like, Mike from Canada was great. Uh, everybody just seemed to have be having a great time. Then the next night was the fucking wild night. Yeah. Because All In was the wrestling night, and I was just so excited to be a part of history, and it felt like you were watching something real. A lot of, like, I was listening to the Cole Cabana's podcast on All In, which is amazing, uh, but a lot of, a couple of the people, it sounded like, you know, it, it's like, we feel like we're, like, a part of, like, a movie. Like, we're in a movie yeah. of something, like, really no, special it, happening. It felt really cool for me, because, like, I've been, I've been a wrestling fan for so long, and I never... Like, I got to watch PWG Bowl live, mm-hmm. which was, like, a big bucket list item. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was kind of part of something. I got to see PWG in Reseda in the Legion Hall. Did you saw... Didn't you see Owens's last thing? No. No. Okay. Oh, uh, I saw Tommaso Ciampa's last... Okay, okay, that's what it was. ...last match, mm-hmm. um, as far as, like, singles match. And then uh, Cedric Alexander's last singles match in PWG as well. Okay. But, no, like, you know, it's, you feel like you're a part of something. And then this... There was, like, I don't know. You just felt like you were a part of history. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is something that we're going to look back on. I'd be like, I fucking watched that. And I was there. But the next night, we did see some history, too. David Arquette. David Arquette and RJ City versus Frank the Clown. Nice. And James Ellsworth. Love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Frank the Clown had somebody wrapping him to the ring. Nice. Ugh. And a clown wig. And a clown wig. <laughs> nice. Ugh. He can't wrestle. Yeah. James Ellsworth is fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a solid wrestler. David Arquette is better than than James Ellsworth. Not uh, James Ellsworth, than Frank the Clown. He's better than James Clark. Ellsworth? No. No. The best part about the guy wrapping him to the ring is, like, literally, as soon as Frank the Clown got to the ring, he just took his wig off, like, on the side of the ring and walked to concessions. Hell oh my yeah. god! Dude, that was basically like how psychosis was when we saw him at that lucha thing. <laughs> he just like couldn't get his mask off quick enough. Um, and then. I think they picked the wrong crowd for this show to do Frank the Clown. Yeah. Because I feel like you need to do a little bit more smarky of a show. Mm-hmm. This one was like, these people wanted to see Ray. Cash fans. These, these guys wanted to see like Ray Mysterio and they wanted to see like Austin Aries and Brian Cage and of course and like David Col- Arquette. And David Arquette and Cole Cabana. 
Like they wanted to see like the more stars and like obviously Colt of Star. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's Chicago, it's Chicago, it's a home. Chicago land area yeah. show. Well, and almost all the wrestlers did double duty that weekend, right? Oh, triple, yeah. quadruple duty. Yeah, duty. <laughs> Poop. Nice. Because I mean, their AAW had nice. two shows, um, th- right right before it, and then there was All In, then there was Warrior Wrestling. So a lot of people worked multiple times. You guys consumed a heck of a lot of wrestling in Chicago. We, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, Matt David Arquette, he was nice. Dude, nice. yeah. He was real nice. Uh, did you uh, tell him about me? No. <laughs> okay. Um, did you get his phone number for me? <laughs> my roommate Mike from like sh- uh, Chicago, weirdest dude ever. He was at the show, and he's got a photo with David Arquette, drunk out of his mind. David Arquette's, like, picking him up and, like, holding him in his oh arms. Oh, my God, that's my dream. It's the funniest <laughs> fucking photo. Um, we met, uh, I met Colt Cabana again, shook nice. his hand as yeah, always, nice. and got a picture with him, because I love Colt Cabana, he's always one of the nicest dudes. Yep. Um, I told him, like, oh man, last time I saw you, you did comedy in Boise. He's like, w-, he's like, are you here for all in? You came from Boise, Idaho? Like, yes. Yeah. He's like, that's awesome. And he's like, tell him at the comedy fest that they, I want to come back and do that. He's like, I don't get to wrestle on Boise, because there's not really wrestling there. Yeah. And I'm I mean, a- we could get him booked on Wrestle Club. <laughs> I don't think they can afford him. Yeah, no. probably. They run it as a nonprofit. They're they definitely could not afford uh, well, him. Well, damn, 208 Comedy Fest is happening right now. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe maybe next year. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. But um, And then met Jordan Grace, who was super nice. Our friend Mike has like a weird connection with uh, Chelsea Green. Like, one of his friends became friends with her on a like set of a movie. Holy and so, like, yeah. he went and talked to her, and she just seems super nice. All the wrestlers... At uh, the Warrior Wrestling seems super cool. It was also really, really cool to see Rey Mysterio in that kind of environment. Yeah, that would oh, be yeah. really cool. Like in a fucking high school gym. Yeah. Um, Bingo halls. Oh, it was, even better, it was a high school gym. <laughs> they had the fucking high school gym con- concessions, too. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Shitty popcorn and yeah. little nachos. Hell yeah. Pizza Used to run those. P- pizza slice. Dude, hell yeah. All the shit. Did you explain what Warrior Wrestling is? Okay, so... Walking around. I'll stop harassing the dog for a minute with a glow stick. <laughs> um, so, anyways, so this promotion's at Marion Catholic High School, which is in the suburbs of Chicago. It's actually where my dad went to school. Oh. So that's why I was laughing, because I'm like, oh, this is in the gym my dad graduated from. So, um, essentially, we got there, and I was just like, it's so weird it's running at Marion. But what it is is the principal books like these wrestling shows no shit. and all the money goes to giving kids tuition to oh, like yeah. go oh, there yeah. oh that's a cool principle so, yeah and it was like because i even told isai i was like their first show they had like del rio and like jack swagger and i'm like who's booking all this where they can afford it and then, yeah like are they cutting budget from like books and shit it's <laughs> like i heard like ray mysterio's indie fees like 20 or 30 grand Jesus. just in like because in the sense but did like, you know what like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well it. it's like his thing like i don't really want to wrestle but if you want me enough like fucking pay yeah. me but yeah so it was like really weird like when we came in and like the principal was talking in the middle of the ring but i think it's super cool yeah that's so cool. that's awesome yeah uh, and so then at the end of the night brian cage was the the catholic high school wrestling champion nice. oh my god wow yeah, so there was that was a really fun show. I mean, seeing like guys like Pentagon Phoenix again is always great. Yeah, yeah. seeing Mysterio again is always great. I yeah, mean, and Cole Cabana is always a favorite. Yeah, Jeff Cobb is a big old beef boy, and I Dude, love him. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's my experience this last uh, weekend, this last week, and it was so fun. And I'm yeah. 
just want to go do more wrestling. Yeah, things. glad you guys got to go. That sounded really and cool. And it was just a good time. Shout out to um, Mike Brown from the Giant. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't believe us that that how you pronounce that name is Regina. Yeah, it's like, oh, you guys are just trying to say you're naughty. <laughs> what? Wait, who's they? Like Jenna and Ashley and Brady. Oh. Just... Like it's not pronounced Regina. It's Regina. Because it's spelled Regina. Like if you told me, like, oh, it's like especially you who says like both <laughs> after every other word. Like I, I that's, that's very words. accurate. <laughs> and then like when Mike's like, yeah, like our tagline's like the city that rhymes with fun. I'm like, no, it's but but it is. But, <laughs> I grew well, up growing up. One of my best friends was from Regina. So well, I told my favorite bring... character from Mean Girls uh, is uh, Regina George. <laughs> the, yeah. I told him to bring back calling it the Giant. <laughs> Call it the Giant. <laughs> But yeah, shout out wrestling. Like this weekend, like made me just like fucking like fall in love with wrestling all over again. Yeah, like just watching it too. I was like, man, this was good. Yeah, yeah like being is... there was great, but being in my house is also so fun. Yeah, yeah. Like give. You probably did not have ten dollar beers, so you I mean? It's true. We had, had... Uh, regular priced beers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Regular so stations beers. And that's what I was saying. It's like some fun marijuana. Yeah. So. <laughs> That, I mean, there's you get you, so we you, had a good time. You win some, you lose some. Also, going to pro wrestling tees was sick. Yeah. I bet. Rocks. I know. Did you see that fucking New Japan mat? Mm-hmm. I wanted that. Dude, I would buy. We I, went during the God, Okada meet and greet, but we just didn't go to that part. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved. Did to you have meet and greet Okada? I wish I would have loved to have met. Was Okada. how much was it? Like fifty? Probably. It was sold out. Oh, oh yeah, it sold out well before. One of the best things is apparently he didn't know. That like there's a giant like line of people. I was like, oh, who are they here to see? They're like, oh, they're here to see you. He's like, oh, <laughs> he's like, yeah. God, like he, he just wandered in. He's What's just this that place? Humble, like, I guess he I'll sit know down. The best wrestler in the world. Is there balloons in this store? <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll take you to Zercher's later though. Party oh, city. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, there's 30 minutes of me talking about All In. Yeah! I had a wrestling boner. Let's talk about Rod. Who are you, Skrull? Going over on time? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no, went 28 minutes just like him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Still a good match. Um, it needed to go that long because Yeah, I don't think it, it went that over. Like he needed it. He needed it because Okada does that style of match. Yeah, and he wouldn't have gotten over in ten minutes in that yeah. style of match. He would have still just looked like two oh five live. I believe. Marty like Marty, yeah. like Marty came out and said, like we went one minute over, and I like do believe him that maybe it wasn't well, one minute, but I don't think it went fourteen and I heard minutes that, over. Uh, one of the Bucks said, "Don't cut anything." Yeah. No, I think they were already going over on time. And then, like, they're probably, he's probably getting told, we need to have your match cut because we need it for the main ski. Yeah. And then he, finally, it was just like, fine, then don't cut anything. But I, I do believe he had some heat on him because he didn't come out for the end. Oh, yeah. Oh. Which was awesome, by the way. Like, I fucking, like, I watched like, the video I later had, like, of it. I had, like, while I was Man, in well, there. of course. I feel like that was as cool as uh, the, the, the whole wrestling show because. Like, that's why everyone was there. It was because Cody and the Bucks put together this crazy thing. So, of course, it's like, make a fucking speech. Yeah, it was, it was a fun time. Yeah. It was fun. The fact that they went off the air with three seconds left. Yeah. Also, I'm glad you guys picked up that it was uh, Hogan and Macho. Oh, yeah. That's WrestleMania, that's WrestleMania 5. Yeah. yeah. And then also the, their starting spots were... Uh, or Steamboat, Steamboat, and, yeah, Steamboat. And and, Man. It was so good. That's and cool. also WrestleMania 7 with uh, Elizabeth... 
yeah. on his well, shoulder. Oh, like, yeah. They called back to, like, three different WrestleManias there, and I was losing. I was, like, a, like on the verge of, like, screaming, crying tears. Yeah. Because I'm like, ah! <laughs> um, I really like Brandy as a whatever she is. Valet. She's really, Ballet, she's really good at it. She is yeah. really good at it. And uh, the fact I, that she can take bumps well and, like... It's the last start of, like, having, like, a manager. Yeah. 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 And just the whole thing where she's like, I'm not Liz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was real good. <laughs> but having Lanny there was really cool. Mm. There's yeah. a lot of stories Dude, about Lanny Poffo. Seems like an odd duck. A lot of it involve his hawk. Oh, really? <laughs> nice. Let's just say... Leaping Lanny Poffo, huh? Yeah. Speaking of hogs... There's something that... Him and a man from Nantucket allegedly have in common. <laughs> I don't know that fucking limerick, but I'm assuming he has a huge old fucking ween. <laughs> That's the story. Yeah, this is to a lot of ween. He, loves <laughs> yeah, the band he has ween. a huge ween a collection. Huge ween collection yeah. <laughs> Same. Nice. Do you like their country album the most? No. Okay. I just like their appearance in that SNL movie from the 90s that is fucking horrible called It's Pet. Oh, yeah. Real shitty movie. Well, that, yeah, it doesn't... Like, first off, it wasn't funny then. Does that's not why it, it, it ages horrendously. <laughs> it ages horribly. <laughs> Nobody go watch that movie. That movie like, was garbage then, and it's garbage now. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Um, more Hog Talk. Yay. Uh, Hog Talk Radio. Finn Balor was talking to Baron Corbin, and he said something like this. He insinuated. He said, you're really enjoying all of this temporary pow- power. It's almost like you're compensating for something. He told Corbin he had a small dick. He basically told Co- Baron Corbin that he, or he's compensating for something else, maybe. maybe. No penis. Cause, no penis? Because <laughs> he doesn't have a dick. Cause, well, <laughs> Balor's got enough for both of them. Yeah. I mean, I, actually, I mean, no, because, like, Baron Corbin's a tall guy, so, I mean, like, if you half Ballers and give it to Corbin, that's it not would, enough for, like... No, it's true, it would look yeah. really He's small. He's a big guy. Like, he needs to have a sizable hog for just to look right. Ballers is better. I don't think he does have a sizable hog, because he's compensating for it. And Yeah. What a way to get We're talking a, about the fictional What a way to get guy. a Oh kayfabe hog <laughs> What a way to get Like a Like a You got a small dick Yeah Like joke on TV uh, With Finn Balor saying it Well cause Finn's smirk Is so yeah. like <laughs> Nice He's also like You all know You've seen <laughs> You've seen I've, I've, I've made it a good point To show you all my hog <laughs> I made a good point A good To point Point um, Guys I'm pointing Oh with my hog. With, oh. with ween. With ween. Oh, uh, we gotta talk about Drake Maverick and Authors of Pain. Love it. Dude, I love fucking it. love it so much. What the it's fuck so is it? It's so fucking weird. What is it? Oh, so the author of Drake Maverick is Authors of Pain's new manager. Is he? Is he? I saw the picture. Yeah, he is. I love it. It's so weird. That's it's so really weird. Nowhere. And like his his Twitter, like. Uh, profile picture or like the header photo is just the authors of pain in the very top of his head. <laughs> well, he has like a, a, like, a, like a shoot five, like two or five. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's pretty really small. tiny. Um, he seems like a hilarious guy. What I love about it is it's like I can manage these people and two five live. Uh, all the yeah. seven Corbin, two five live was so good. You can't manage anyone. I, yeah. I, I also love that um, 
They just legit just pressed the reset button on the tag division. Yeah. So, okay, like, we fucked up. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, like, this is a runaway this, this train. This Nicholas thing really is, like, the fucking last little gasoline. Well, yeah, since to, you had to go back to school and, like, they to, couldn't, to, like... Yeah. To, to kill that division. Like that Future was, Hall of Famer Nicholas. That was the, uh, yeah. like, the final nail in the coffin, if you will. Yeah. Because you can't dig out of that. Because even, no, like... losing a star like Nicholas. The leader of Worlds back. was a big, like, I mean, that's just a goofy comedy act. It's, it could have been something real cool, I think. I think Matt Hardy in his fusing pelvis was like, I gotta stop. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. And so, like, hitting the reset button, giving it the tag titles to Dolph and Drew. Fucking a main event, like, tag team that's in the main event, like, uh, storyline right now. And then you fucking have them, the authors of pain get reset. And, like, all right, here's a, a new coat of paint for these guys. And then you can bring back the revival and have them, like... As almost like plucky underdogs, yeah, <laughs> which is what they have been. That's what like, they need to be. Actually, like, I, I think, I think giving them a real shot. I think maybe giving them a, like a run is just like that roughneck but babyface team. That yeah, because like, like so they are smaller dudes and they do run better as heels. But like right now against like guys who are bigger than them, like Drew and Dolph, and like who are like more decorated than them, it'd be really cool to have them as that young plucky babyface team that's like. Gotta go out there and just like grit out a win. Yeah, and you don't even have to do that much to make them baby faces. Just have them be underdogs. Yeah, like, just, I would just oh, yeah. have them not like yeah, just like don't cheat have, and be underdogs. Yeah, just don't cheat. I think it'd be underdog. cool too to to give the B team now an opportunity to be a little less like silly. Well, I, think, I mean, with a name like the B team, like you're kind of typecast. You can, but you can really. I mean, both when, of them. When you're Bo Dallas and uh, Curtis Axel, you're kind of typecast. But like, yeah. they can really. Th- I think about my boy Michael McGillicuddy. Dude, I think they can turn it on. And if <laughs> if, if you move was the McGillicutter, that was nice. one of the best. I like ever. that. Ooh, speaking of all in, we saw a fucking diamond cutter. That was cool as shit. I. Lost my fucking shit. Especially because he had retired it. He had officially retired it yeah. and brought it back. Oh my god, it's Laparka. Nice. Laparka's not actually an East Size house. The uh, chairman? It, might, it might be one of the many. Chairman <laughs> of WCW? It might be LA Park. It might be Laparka. It might be LE Hodel, LA Park. But also, fucking music. Speaking also, of retired, the Diamond Cutter retired. The Shawn Michaels may soon be unretired. So yeah. there's uh, allegedly going to be if he's going to do a match, he's going to do two. Yeah. Am I the only uh, one who was like seriously Australia? so fucking into that segment with him and the Undertaker? It, the little kid in me was like it blowing was, the well, fuck because, up. Because like it just shows like what happens when they have like two guys that like were built as stars in their time. And they've been protected still as stars. And they are able to go out there and kind of have free reign on their character. Yeah. And not be overproduced. And it was so good. Mm. <laughs> it, it was like, it was like, uh, it felt like a continuation of a story I thought was long gone. And, and it's just like, damn, that's cool yeah, I, shit. I was, yeah, I was super I into it. the callback. Yeah. I was, I started getting annoyed when I started thinking through like what it's actually <laughs> going to look like. I'm like, oh, this is probably going to be a fucking tag match or in Saudi Arabia. So that, it's definitely going to be in Saudi Arabia. So one that's of them. the first match. Yeah. This is allegedly going to be a tag one in Saudi Arabia. This is what I want the payoff match to be. This needs to be the blow off. It needs to be um, Shawn Michaels needs to say, I'm only, I got one more, one more match in me. And if you want to fight me, you have to put your career on the line. Yeah. And he's like, and put Taker's career and have Taker lose to him. Oh. So it's like that, like, they both end each other's, like, full-time careers, you know? 
and then have them both ride into the sunset. Like, be done. On a motorcycle while I American feel like is playing. That was, I feel like <laughs> yeah. those two, especially with Sean, like, working all the time in NXT and being in phenomenal shape and, like, He's probably getting the itch a little bit again, and also probably getting like a seven million dollar payday. Probably, oh, dude. Yeah. It was probably gonna be like, he's like, I never made that much in a year. <laughs> so if if you guys could have like your one perfect like, I want Shawn Michaels versus this person in like modern WWE. AJ or Daniel Bryan. Yeah, AJ would be near the top of the list for sure. And then Daniel Bryan's like <laughs> yeah. a student, but also Adam Bryan. Cole, baby. Yeah, no, that's Adam Cole. That's <laughs> mine, just because I would get confused. Like who's well, no, he cut his hair. Um, Shawn Michaels cut his I hair, so you would now know. Returning Gene Snitsky. Oh, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> it's Ew. Not his fault. Yeah, just kicking a baby. <laughs> I want. I want what a one fucking more, weird thing. I want one more Bret Hart match. Well, you know, oh, that would be great. Um, actually, oh, uh, no, you my, don't. My um, my last run, I just didn't have the best matches because I can't bump. Yeah, uh, but I bet you can fight. You can fight old John. No, a returning uh, Ric Flair. Well, no. Uh, Ric Flair gives him the I'm sorry, I love you. <laughs> well, you know, actually, uh, Ric Flair couldn't even bump in his own day. He wasn't the worker <laughs> I was. That's all Ric Flair did was bump. <laughs> he bumped to his side in his ass. <laughs> he never bumped to his back like I did. I made people look good. Ric Flair was just a two-timing son of a bitch. Okay, man. <laughs> You're the one who invited him to live with you at Matt's house. That's different because I like Ric Flair now. The man, not Ric Flair, the wrestler. Oh, okay. Rick, uh, Brett, now that we're at Eastside's house, will you just live here? No. Why? Um, I have... Uh, I guess you have a good rapport with Zeno, so... I've already uh, moved all my stuff in, and I then already started construction on the Bret Hart wing of your house. Oh, I heard... That's what that noise was. That's construction. Okay. Yeah, um, um, that's not good. He's building a dungeon we rent. of your house. We rent. Well, actually, I uh, I signed some paperwork for you, and now you own that house. Uh, okay. Uh, did anyone else sign this paperwork, or did you just draw it in those crayons that I saw you playing with? <laughs> Um, I signed it for your landlord as well, <laughs> and then I put them in the sharpshooter, and they tapped out, and so oh. that means uh, you officially own the house. Nice. nice. You made Greg and Marianne tap out? <laughs> yes. Uh, cool. Not cool. They're fine. They're great. Well, they tapped out. Uh, yeah, well, that means they're not as they weren't as, as good me. in the ring, but... No, they're, they're not pretty good in the ring. No. <laughs> that's, nice, that's Brett. A, that's a Matt joke. <laughs> Uh, when we were uh, watching All In, Matt had some, like, B. LaCroix, and he was like... LaCroix? You talking shit on Bubbly? No, I hate... I mean, that's Pe that's Pepsi's LaCroix, so I'm not into it, but... He, Bubbly. He, like, he's like, do you want to taste it? It's pretty good. I was like, oh, so you mean it's terrible. Yeah, ha, ha. The cherry Bubbly's pretty good. It tastes kind of like cherry Coke. It tastes, tastes like, like a cherry Coke sneeze. Tastes like it tastes like it. It tastes like it was definitely canned. Where they also can cherry Coke. It's like you get old cherry or Coke cherry can, Pepsi, I suppose. Like cherry Pepsi cans. Yeah. Dump out all the cherry Pepsi and fill it with seltzer water. Put yeah, the seltzer exactly. water yeah. in there. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, it might be cool seeing Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. Um. They are superstars, and it's funny just how much they seem like superstars. Funny. Comparatively <laughs> to everybody else on the show. Well, yeah, I mean, they're the biggest. Well, it's just like they don't build them like they used to because they felt like superstars when they were current. Oh, yeah. And other people also felt like superstars. Mm -hmm. And now nobody feels like superstars. Yeah, that to me was also watching Shawn Michaels and Undertaker have this like long segment back and forth. It's like, man, they really don't put as much effort, it seems like, into the stories right now of like the current well, no, superstars. Like, think okay, about like... 
who AJ has been WWE champion for over 300 days and never main events anything. Yeah. Like, he just doesn't feel built up to the point that he could be considering how long his title reign's been. Yeah. Like, for being champion for over 300 days, like, it doesn't feel like that great no. of a reign. Mm. Uh, yeah, seriously. Um, the show started off with uh, The Shield getting arrested. Oh, yeah. Um, then Braun, Drew, and uh, So Seth? why did they get arrested for this? But, like, there's been many attempted murders that nobody gets arrested for. Because they're the good guys. And good guys can't do bad things. Bad yeah. guys can. I mean, Roman it's in the rules. had tried to murder Braun Strowman many times. They threw him into a garbage truck. And, like, tried to squish him. And squished him. Successfully squished him. he came out, and the Miz was, like, in his limo, and they shot it really weird. Yeah, because he came out of another garbage truck yeah. that was in a different city's a different arena. City. <laughs> like that's literally like, how put me in a fucking can. They literally—that's how they <laughs> killed Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's too. also how they got rid of Eric Bischoff. To be fair, we don't know how that's the sanitation true. department <laughs> oh works God, in those cities. I mean, it could totally plausible that Braun <laughs> Strowman would be transferred to another garbage truck. Well, this is a weird wrestling connection. Some, some people are having a Ninja Turtles conversation, and I joined yours for some reason. I appreciate it because uh, I was like, I'm alone over here. more about Kevin Nash than anything. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know the logic. I don't... And watch wrestling. Well, I think that you need to learn the logic, Derek Oster. There isn't any Braun. Well, I think they need to be some fucking logic because they try to fucking kill me in a fucking can of garbage. <laughs> you tried to murder someone in a porta potty. I'm gonna try to drown you in gravy if you don't shut up. <laughs> you tipped over an ambulance. Yeah. I, I found it like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so. Braun. Abby, what are you doing? Braun drew and Dolph. <laughs> Did they have a match? Well, they were they just talking at the end? I don't remember. But uh well, Dolphin Drew won, won the, the tag, tag Dolphin Drew. Okay. Dolphin Drew. Dolphin Drew. Yeah. Um however Dolphin sound. Jenna <laughs> <laughs> liked that joke. Um so then the shield came back, Roman driving the truck, which means Roman Reigns is now my favorite wrestler because he's beat up cops. And he stole no, a cop car. car. He, he fucking bribed the He cop. stole a cop no, he car. Beat him up. No, no, he didn't. Yeah, he he's fucking, done it before. He went, I heard he killed that no, cop. He murdered him. This is a WWF trope. It's, if anything, he probably asked permission. He didn't even drive it. Like They had a, a cop drive him back. You know fucking Roman with some Blue Lives Matter No, shit. he's a cop killer. No, he's, He likes iced tea. Yeah, he killed a cop. No. Nope. I've watched him beat up security guards in the ring. Those, those were U.S. Marshals. And co- yeah, so cops. Yeah. No, Tommy Lee those Jones. are federal cops. Yeah, those are federal yeah, these cops. Are, these are He's state. a libertarian. Yeah. He's against the federal government. <laughs> anyway, Roman Reigns Roman is my favorite Reigns wrestler. He's a cop killer. I'm with you. I'm with you, I guess. <laughs> it would um, not surprise me one bit if Roman was a libertarian. It's like, yeah, I vote for Big Glenn. Yeah. He's a big dog, so... Big dog, big glad. I feel like people who... Like, Stay out of dog- my yard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tread on my yard. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they came to beat up the team of Braun, and then every single heel came out. Yes. Um, including our turning Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, who has not came back, though. Ru- oh, yeah, yeah he, right. came up, he beat up Jinder. Oh, did he? Lashley. He beat up Lashley. Oh, cut oh, that out yeah. of Hulu. Which ruined last week so much. 
They should have kept him off for a couple weeks and gave him like a bigger return. They should have kept him off for a month or yeah. more. Like kept him yeah. off for a while. Like, well, we I want to see where it goes, but I agree uh, tentatively. But let's find out. I don't. Happens. He. So my biggest gripe. We, we is just that don't. We just don't know where it's gonna go. It's true. Yeah. But he was helping Braun. Well, yeah. No. Because Braun's a bad guy now. You said yourself there's no logic. Kevin? You said yourself there's no logic. I still try to find it. Well, you said yourself there's no logic, and you said that to Braun, that he threatened to drown you in gravy. Sure, but we just can't Kevin watch this show and just say, Braun. oh, logic no, be damned. Braun hates Kevin. That's actually the one. I guess he's just on a team. Maybe he just wants to be friends with Drew Gula. No, he just you know, he Ooh, just was beating yeah. up the good guys because that's what you do as bad guys. Well, I didn't like it. I feel like he could have stayed in the back and that segment would have been well, just as were, fine off. Yep. They probably were told, make sure all you bad guys that are at this level go out there. Probably. Well, we'll but see. Drew Gulak showed up, so that was dope. Yeah. Was that was that good. <laughs> That's really what it was. Really? There's nothing like more about that that he was just on the same flight as everybody from Raw. That's that's still sick though. <laughs> yeah, it's a little nice little thing. It's like, hey Drew. Hey Drew Gulak's out there. That made me happy. Yeah. And like So Oster, I heard like, you're talking crap about Kevin Owens beating the shit out of the fucking shield. Yeah, because I love Kevin Owens. So do I now. Guy. What? I do too now. That's why I came back. Oh, you I, like him now? I said, hey, come get some of this gravy. You tried to push him over in a porta potty I want to push you over in a porta potty full of shit. Did you, did you share a plate of poutine with Mr. Owens? No. But it's gravy. Dumpster of gravy. Oh. <laughs> Fucking dumpster of gravy match. <laughs> Dude, that'd be cool. It's like the one of the coffin matches. Or you have to you know, put I'm him sure into the gravy. Like, a gravy, a gravy like pool match. So there's in like Dave, Divas era. There is. Yeah, I knew it. Uh, I know one of was them was it in Canada. No, but one of them had the like the like it was like in like the 2000s era. So it had like the really random ones like BB. BB. Yeah, and like Miss Kitty. Cool. It was really weird. Great. Was it at Thanksgiving? I bet it was at Thanksgiving. Yeah, and there was like evening gown like gravy bowl match. Oh, here's a match I want. I want to be in that match. So I was watching some YouTube clips. Like of- just me and another dude in evening gowns. No. In gravy. You and Briscoe and Patterson. Yeah, I was going to say like, half, the half of that match has kind of already happened with guests. <laughs> I was watching YouTube clips of uh, hardcore Japanese wrestling. Ooh, ooh. Uh, Big Japan? Yep. And uh, it was fucking scary. And they're... Were they using piranhas? They were, and that's what I'm about to say. What I want want is a match uh, between Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman, and there's just an aquarium full of gravy in the middle of the ring, (laughs) and you have to dunk your boy in there. You have to... So I want everybody to sit and just think about this. There is, I think, three wrestlers that hold... Singles victories over Braun Strowman. It's Roman Reigns. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. Oh, I know the third one. And Kalisto. Kalisto. Yeah. In a dumpster match. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> he, right. He, he won. He Braun step off the ring apron into the dumpster. But won. then Braun put him in that dumpster and, and then, then tipped him over. Sent him to 205 Live. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, so Braun's deaf heel now. One yeah. hondo heel. And I'm into it. Sure. Uh, no, it's dumb. It was, it's bullshit just because it's it. for this. It, it, it killed so yeah. much fucking heat that they had. It's for true. Him, and so I guess it, I would have liked it 
six months ago. Sure, yeah. A year ago. Yeah, if this was like oh, what yeah, they had planned on he doing. Was a he was heel. Like, not when they're like, well, he's going to no, go against Roman, uh, so let's make uh, him a heel, I guess. Yeah. All right. I don't remember anything from SmackDown. I didn't watch I don't remember it being anything to write home about. It was such like a not bad episode, but just nothing episode. I honestly don't remember it. For the past few weeks, Raw has been very entertaining to me. I thought, I think think SmackDown's been great. SmackDown's SmackDown's always been fine. It's like super solid. Joe didn't go to a barbecue. Yeah. That's true. Like, SmackDown is super solidly written, but it just hasn't been like. Wendy! Entertaining, really. like it's like they aren't doing anything dumb. It just isn't doing anything. The Becky well, Lynch stuff is it's good. It's like a filler episode of a television show. But yeah, the Becky Lynch stuff is not enough to carry a whole episode the Becky of SmackDown. Becky Lynch stuff is infuriating anyway. So, you think so? Yes. Yeah. Because they're trying to now by kind of back up on it and like be like, hey, you can just cheer for whoever. Yeah. Instead of like, they, they're just they, making Charlotte a heel. Like they're turning Charlotte into Roman Reigns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this isn't going to help. It's not good. No. no. And apparently, they only had about 6,000 people at the show. On, from oh, Smackdown. shit. I saw well, that actually, picture. It's actually not that bad. Because usually they force everybody on one side every way. Okay. Anyway. But the ones that the, the hard cam side was empty. Yeah. Like, but the big thing was, is that from that 6,000, like 2,000 stayed for 205 Live. Oh, wow. Ooh. And the... the main event that they had promoted was like Carmella versus Charlotte for the title. Oh. And so that many people left because usually you do like AJ I thought it was Becky versus Charlotte. It was Carmella. It was the rematch, yeah. And so that was the dark match main event. And Becky might have been involved in it as well. But that many people left. So And like Charlotte yeah. was like the top build star. And like that right there shows like what they're doing is like they're killing they're like effectively hurting two people yeah. by mm-hmm. trying to shove one person down your throat. But yep. you saying Carmella did remind me that uh, our truth is out of control. Yeah, Hell I yeah. actually thought that our truth Miz match was really good. It was fun. Yeah, like, I thought it was fun. Our truth can still go in the ring. Like, yeah, and he, what an unsung hero. I, know. I just like he's like nav- I I think he is navigating his character in a way that's like effective and cool like i think anytime he's on camera it's like i'm into our truth i like the our truth segment where he kept thinking maurice was carmella yeah, that's oh, great you got your stuff that stuff maurice <laughs> <laughs> that stuff was fucking funny i just don't know what the miss sees in you also daniel bryan and almost had a fucking really good match again yeah that was a good match yep. too they need to they need to have like a 30 minute match mm-hmm. yeah um oh oh we didn't talk about the bellas Oh yeah. yeah, people are being real shitty about Br- Tabri yeah. online. One, a suicide dive is hard. Oh yeah, because there was wrestlers mess them up all the time. Yeah, yeah. And she just like whoever agented that match shouldn't have put her in that spot. Yeah, like I, I think that's the thing. She probably just shouldn't have done it. Um, but like she tried. It's her first fucking match yeah. back. Just, like, I don't give, give her some time any, to get like, back into the ring before you put for her it. In that spot. I think it's funny, like that. I don't Wait, know as many people say that like Triple H. I can't do it. I find it funny. I just kind of find it funny that. <laughs> uh, so many people are like shitting on Brie with that. When like WWE constantly they show the fucking botched suicide dive that Lita did and the main event match of her and Trish and they yeah. always fucking show that clip and no one ever says anything about it. Yeah. Well, like, Sasha does it all the time. The one where people say fucking Sasha does it. Scorpions. 
The one where she almost rebroke her fucking neck. Like, uh, right yeah. after Ugh. coming back from a neck surgery. Like, Undertaker and that, uh, that WrestleMania that one. Was Undertaker did a fault, suicide but he almost dive? Died. Yeah, well, she did the dead man's dive. goes over the top. Oh, yeah. But still, like, there are pe- people botch spots all the time. That, Do you know, know, that one was Sim Snooka's fault, and he got fired. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Do you know what I'll say about that Bella's mat? Oh, yeah. I was going to say a funny story about that is that the next night on Raw, like, they had a segment that they wrote in. Everybody was going to have to go to the ring for something. And they had everybody's name written down for it, and they crossed off Sim Snooker's name that next night. Oh, really? So he, that's how they told him he was fired? That, that was pretty much like he knew like at that point like, it was going to be down. Oh, shit. Quick. Is that Jimmy Yes. Um, the thing about that Bella's match that Katie and I kept getting distracted of was that Brie was wearing like butt crack pants. It was like, uh, there was like stitching on the sides, you know? And then on the back, too, it's like... Can, you see her butt crack like the top you know and so i the match that was the only thing i thought was distracting i totally forgot about that suicide dive she, the thing is, is but that what weird what odd pants older gear and like a, like this happened with daniel bryan too is that you get in a little bit different shape for like wrestling and you're usually a bit thicker and like want to be a little bit more muscular yeah. uh-huh. so it was probably just like her gear was a little bit bigger than she is now but it wasn't like hanging out the top it was that the stitching was placed in such a way that it is meant that you see a bit of butt crack and it's maybe, it's an odd maybe, fashion i don't know maybe she's just showing some crack hey, i say yeah. do your thing but it was it, it took Cracky away a little crack. bit from the match because we were just like what is um yeah and also uh brie beller wrestled ish twice you sounded- brie beller brie beller brie beller that's that's my character, just a just an old timey Booker from the Deep South. Well, get the damn Beller twins out there. You don't want to be the Booker from WA Deep South. He's a shitty person. That's like a neo Nazi. Oh, well, well you I'm should have been. One. Yeah, you are the new one who's not the that way. One. From I Deep South Wrestling, hope. so you're Jody Hamilton. Sure. Uh, from the the same promotion that. I was WWE developmental and had Bill DeMott as their head trainer. Sure. Doofa. You don't want to be him. No. I'm the prospector. That's who Kenny Omega was signed for. Yes. And that's also who's, like, to get out of practice, because, like, they had these insane practices. Every Friday, they'd be, let's make a deal Fridays. And one of the Fridays was, uh, I forgot who it was, but they smashed a jelly donut bare ass on Zack Ryder's face. Nice. Do you know what the other Friday was? It was fucking Gallows. Yeah, it was Drew Hankinson. The other Friday was a TGI Friday. Yeah. <laughs> and the other Friday was Hank smoking pot with Ice Cube. Yeah. And Chris Tucker. Friday after next. That's with my caps. Oh, yeah. Um, NXT. Right. Otis Dozovich talked about having diarrhea. <laughs> um, NXT, like, <laughs> like, right after, like, a week or two after a takeover, you have to kind of wait for the ramp up again. Yeah. yeah. Because there's just so much time in between events, like big events. So you have to wait for everything to kind of get going again. So, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. There, there's some good matches. Yeah, I just kind of find it funny. I mean, yeah, we don't deliver the five-star matches that you guys want. You guys just say, oh, it's fine. But it's the most consistent product on television. And honestly, I would say that that Velveteen Dream Johnny Gargano match was say, was up there. I would say you're correct. It was so good. They're both superstars. Yeah. And, you know, they're just both kind of going different ways. They built they built Johnny's character real well in that match because, like... It made me, like, like him again. <laughs> he almost... Well, I think what we're trying to do, and I think you see to keep watching, is, you know, add another layer to the onion of Johnny Gargano. 
He's an onion now? He's an ogre. <laughs> yeah. Oh, get out of my swamp. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Get out of my swamp. <laughs> you sound Cajun. Get out of there, donkey. Get out of my dang swamp, man. <laughs> get out of my dang swamp, donkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>. Easy donkey. <laughs> get out of my dang swamp there, John Gargan. Man, that was. How <laughs> gargantia? Get that. Get still. I don't like it. Just thinking of a Jimmy Shop sandwich. <laughs> Who's the Cajun, Cajun guy in Corporal Shikara? Corporal Cajun, Lash LaRue? Yeah. <laughs> Is he the one that just got power bombed to the floor by PCO? Because it was the Cajun. Whoever's the Cajun guy in Shikara oh, right Gambit. now. Oh, Oh, fuck no. I saw that. <laughs> Oh my god, that poor... Everybody's... Uh, there's a, 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 a card, an indie card. That's gonna be PCO versus Marco Stunt. Fuck. No, Marco's gonna is die. That, is that Black Label that's doing that? Fuck, I thought I, I thought I saw it was like a future... Maybe it was Game Changer. Sometimes I get all you promotions confused. Sorry, Mikey, who I uh, talked to at Warrior Wrestling. <laughs> nice guy. <clears throat> He books Black Label Pro. Hey, you should book Jenna to be your ring announcer and fly us both out. That would be hurt. Yeah, do and, it. And also book Filthy Tom and Brian Alvarez against somebody. Like Demolition. I told him when he was looking for new commentators, I said, me and Esau will work for a Crunchwrap Supreme. Like, fly us out. Uh, pretty, I mean, not a, a Crunchwrap Supreme, but like, maybe a quesadilla? Then we seem price. Either way, I think we'd be pretty entertaining. More uh, entertaining than Dave Prezak. Yeah, it's fucking... Dave Prezak's weird. He's a weird guy. Speaking of Dave Prezak, but in Classic 2, right? Dude, it was yeah. so good. Let's talk about it. It was, it was cool. Yeah, yeah. It was just, I like... I watched it's it... It's the first round, so it's like... We're not... A, you're not gonna get, like, blow-away matches. B, they're all gonna be about seven minutes long. Well, yeah. but I would you say... You have to fit so much fucking content. Yeah. But I would say this, like, at least already, like, the first round is already looking better than the first round last year. Like, yes. Like, I think so, that, too. They, well, even Triple H said that they uh, were able to get... Uh, Wait, what do you say? I can't understand you. More names. He pretty much said, like, all the women he wanted last year were booked, so he got all the women he oh, wanted yeah. this, this year. year. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, he said he thinks this year is going to be really good. That kind of sucks for the other women last year. Yeah, but if I was, in it la- if I was one of the wrestlers in it last year, I'd be like, okay. A lot of the women last year were really green. Green. Like, yeah. so green. This year, there's was still Chelsea some green of that. there? No. No. Well, the thing was, greener, like... Last, greener and goo shit. Last year, more than anything, they used more of, like, the developmental women they had signed that had no prior indie experience. Yeah. So, I mean, with, like, this year, like, uh, Tegan Knox looked really, really good. Um, Vanessa Craven looked really good. That she, match. Lacey Lane and Vanessa really Craven fun. was so good. She beat the shit out of Lacey Lane, which kept fucking shit off. Yeah. Like, and, like, I it was even telling Eastside I was excited because I saw... So, in Shimmer, Vanessa Craven used to be, like, uh, Tessa Blanchard's muscle. Okay. Like, because Tessa Blanchard was, like, a chicken shit heel. So, Vanessa Craven would come out, and I saw her versus Candice. And, like, she just Damn. beat the shit out of Candice. And, like, yeah. she just flung her around. So, I was really stoked on that. I thought Rhea Ripley looked really good. Yeah. yeah. But I even told Eastside I'm like, I feel like she's, like, on the juice or something. Cause she, she's, yeah, she's beef. She's ten times bigger than she was last year, and her voice is a lot deeper. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Put a little gas in your ass, give, give you a run as a top heel. <laughs> I 
Um, but that fucking the, the Mako <laughs> the Mako versus Killer Kelly match was really was, fucking good. That was as good as you're gonna get in like a seven minute match. Yeah, Killer like, Kelly is you can't going to be the NXT that. UK yeah. Women's and Champion like, like I, inaugural for sure. Yeah, I think that like like I saw Killer Kelly at the the UK tournament and like she looked lost in the twenty foot ring. I yes, thought. she did. This time she did not like, and I thought she looked really really good. Also, like, when you're in the ring with such a veteran. Oh yeah, absolutely. That like, is gonna be able to lead you through anything. I thought oh, that man. this yeah. the, like she held her own like with oh, Mako yeah. and like looked like you could tell how much it meant well, to her too. Well, it's so much easier like, to like to settle your nerves when you you mm. know across the ring from you isn't like necessarily contemporary, but more so like yeah, like, like somebody it, you look but, up to. Yeah, like, like someone who's like iconic yeah. in that. I love that. World. Like after the match, you could see Killer Kelly fucking like real emotion coming out because like because she just had that match with Mako like. Owner oh, of Sendai Girls Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, like, Mako Satamora That's her name, right? Yeah. That's the last name. Okay. So fucking good. Yeah. yeah like, I, I watched it on my own, like, when it, like, on Wednesday when it first aired. And then I rewatched it with Anya to show her. And she was, like, more drawn into it than it, she was last year or, like, almost any, like, one hour of wrestling yeah. that I've shown her. I was laughing because I was listening to F4D and they had Lance Storm on this week. And he was talking about the Mae Young Classic. And he said, He's like, Miko, she's my new favorite wrestler. He was like, I'd never seen her before that. He was just like, it was the coolest fucking thing I, I saw. And he was like talking about how like, um, like in Japan, like how they're taught all these moves and how they're meant to look devastating. Like for instance, he was saying how she uses like the STF and like how she makes it look so good compared to like John Cena. Yeah. How he just well, makes it look shitty. I could make it look good compared well, no, to John Cena. But just like that the styles are drastically different. And then yeah. like how our finisher is a Death Valley driver, which is essentially like an AA and he was just like He's like, I feel like WWE can learn something about that because he's like, they actually make these like moves look painful. Mm. So like, she's yeah. just John Cena, but cool. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much Hell what he yeah. said. It well, was everything. Awesome. I mean, even down to like well, her. He, well, he also made a point of saying that like the people that she's gonna be working with are a lot more bendy, especially for like the STF, than like the big ass people. Like like they kept bringing up Big Glenn. Like mm. Big Glenn ain't bending. And no. yeah, I could have dropped Big Glenn on his neck to roll through a Death Valley driver. But honestly, like, she did the STF and it looked like a move where John Cena, when he does it, looks like he's taking a nap. Yeah. yeah. But, like, flexing while napping. Yeah. Also, like, just that whole match, like, the way Killer Kelly was selling for Mako was, like, she looked terrified. Yeah. Like, she was, like, standing in there and being, like, tough when they were, like, exchanging strikes. But it's, like, the moment that Mako got that STF locked in was, like, Oh fuck! No 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 no! Yeah, like I you, need to get the ropes right now, or else I'm going to die. But even also, like, the cartwheel fucking knees. Ow! That, that oh was yeah, that looked like so up. painful. Yeah. And, but Mako's entrance, even when she came down, it's like she had the look of it's like, oh, you don't want to fuck with this she person. She seemed like a superstar. No, she was scared. And like, no offense to like the like Lacey Lane or MJ Jenkins or even Rhea Ripley, like comparatively to her, they seem like rookie wrestlers. Well, is she older? Than Make, they are? Make, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was in WCW when okay. she was 16. Yeah. 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 So, like, I mean, she has way more experience. This is how much of a presence she has. I was sitting down here the other day, and I was watching the Bracketology or whatever they called it, and Miguel walked in, who doesn't know shit about wrestling. He looks <laughs> at the screen, Miko's on, he's like, that woman could kick my ass. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, just yeah. like, what on? She's like, holy shit. She kind of has, like, this is a bad comparison, but... Like, Shayna Baszler has a presence. Yes. Like, she mm. scares me. Well, see, yeah. th that's the thing. Like, you don't need to be a 
a super experienced wrestler to have a presence. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why, like, it's something that it's like they. I think there's a disconnect sometimes with NXT and like teaching certain like people like how to kind of convey that. And also, it's like just like the it factor. She has it. Like you look at somebody like Adam Cole, like instantly you're drawn to yep. him. And it's been that way since he like was first becoming a thing. Kona Reeves instantly. Oh yeah, he's the the, the the John going. What the fuck is wrong? He He did the the finest job jobbing out to uh, Cassius Ono this last week. No, but there's (laughs) just like a presence thing. And like you're drawn to him, they seem like a superstar. They carry themselves that way. Well, and everything she like, did, even like Tegan Knox, like carried herself. Yeah. Like, yeah, She's a superstar. The other ones, like even like like somebody like Rhea Ripley, who's been wrestling for a few years, but she's still relatively young. Like still was like I'm playing the part of a bad mosh kid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I liked. I really liked MJ Jenkins. Too. I did too. I, I yeah. Too. I was. I had never heard of her before, mm-hmm. uh, and I was. Really surprised. She's only like what a couple years into her career. Is that what they said? Yeah. Or, she, set, or she was the one who was in. Sorry. What did she say? Oh no. Yeah. Um. She was trained by the Dudleys. Oh so, yeah. 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 But she wrestles a lot for Shine in like Florida and like that area. But like I thought she looked really great. That was the first time I ever saw her, and she sold really well for Real Ripley. Yeah. I really liked that match a lot. Mm. Yeah. Totally. It was really um, good. I also really liked uh, Renee Young and Beth Phoenix on commentary. Oh yeah, and um, also Michael Cole without the fucking handcuffs on. Yeah, he's is always great. He did his research, did he? Uh, yeah, he said it's he Mako time. You hope he did his research. Yeah, he says Mako time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you could tell he does. He he researched them and looked them up, but didn't like watch anything. Nope. Yeah, probably. And so like, he 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 was. I mean, he's fine. He he's an unsung Karen. I was talking to Sajeta. Because everybody that has ever worked with him that's done commentary, that's not, like, even guys like Colt Cabana, were like, he is so good at his job, and you don't understand everything that he has to go through. Yeah, yeah. And to be able to do this and how well he does it. And so, like, I try to give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, he's still, like, the same. Yeah. But, like, he's not as annoying, obviously. But, no, Renee and Beth did well. I think that... It's probably going to take because this was the first set of tapings that they did anyways in the first like four matches so I think it it always takes people especially like a new team a little bit to get going I think every episode will be better exactly that's what I'm thinking it's like it's going to progressively get better Renee was almost taking like the Corey Graves role and I like that she was being a little sassy showing some personality yeah I like it a little sassy a little was the what was that shirt Jetta? This sassy, classy, and gassy. One of those. those are <laughs> it was. Uh, I'm a little sassy. So we were going to Indiana, and our friend Mike from Canada was with us, and he was like, "I want a really American shirt." I'm like, "I know the truck stop to get one." So he got a shirt for him, and then we got a shirt for his fiance, and it says, "I'm a classy small town girl who's a little sassy." Um, it's like sassy, smart, and. A- no, it was like classy, sassy. I can't remember the classy, sassy, smart, and a fart. <laughs> sassy, classy, something, and then it was like smart ass, but like it had a donkey and then the nice. letter E. Nice. Oh, so it's like one of those Facebook ad shirts. Oh, yeah, extremely yeah. specific. It, uh, it was ads for extremely specific lads. It was literally by a brand called Truck Stop Tees. Nice. Yeah. I'm gonna have to hit up that website. Um. So I have a question about the May Young Classic, and also like Cruiserweight Classic. If they ever do that again, um, is stuff like this is WWE benefiting the Indies, not benefiting from the Indies, but helping no. the Indies? Because like. 
I never would have known who Piper Niven was. And now she's like well, being I, booked and I'm interested. I would I'm guess like, that, yeah, shows. it helps a little bit because mm. once they get off doing these the classic, even if they don't go to the WWE, they're probably going to yeah. get way more bookings. Or can you off, at, I would assume, afterwards. It depends on like how you look at it because like, if you look at it, it's like they are kind of rating the indies of talent, so it like depletes it a bit. Because if you look at the Cruiserweight Classic, who out of that is actually still on the indies that's like actually worth a shit? I don't remember any Zack Sabre Jr. and He's New Japan. Yeah, yeah. true. Not, no, not, no one's still on the indies now. Yeah. Coda's um, not signed. Coda Bushi was never signed anywhere, though. And yeah. he never would be. And he already was a star beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. I like, mean, I'd say that, like, it does, for the women who decide not to stick go or not to stay, like, in WWE, not to sign or whatever, it. It helps them because, like, someone like Jazzy Gabbert, now that she's back a little bit, like, has more of a name. But she already had a name. And they also wanted to sign her, too. They, all, they did want to sign her. Um, or, like, or, like, Piper. It like, doesn't necessarily, like, this doesn't help the indies as much as just, like, it raids them. And it'll help a few people. Okay. But doesn't help indies as a whole. Okay. Well, what I would sense. say, the, the thing that's helped the most was actually the UK tournament. Because the yes. most, like level of talent the, out of any of them stayed like independent out of that the UK brand itself helps the indies hmm. because it gets these people a platform but they're not full time WWE yeah. so they can still go do other things but also okay. the main indie that has helped is like quietly a WWE right. like, it's, yeah. like, a far, a WWE it's far. like a feeder system for the feeder system for the feeder system <laughs> yeah so like, and like them doing stuff like having Regal go to Evolve or having Johnny Gargano go and speak there or Velveteen wrestle or having Chris Hero go out and do stuff and Dakota Kai has done it Tegan Knox like having these other people go out and do indie shots uh-huh. that helps indies it gets okay. more eyes on the product um, doing these tournaments doesn't help indies because they don't really bring up anything else. They say, oh, they traveled the world or they're yeah. doing the independent circuit. Yeah. But they don't say, this person's like a four-time like fucking shimmer champion, yeah. this, this, and that they on these shows. They don't even that for like for progress and they're affiliated like they don't yeah. they don't bring up well oh, Jimmy sh- is current progress champ women's champ like shimmers like Dave Prezak was brought in last year because to help like run things and produce the Mae Young Classic because like they were using a bunch of like shimmer wrestlers yeah and so it's almost like the it's like you think that like they're kind of in bed together with that and mm-hmm. They don't ever bring any of it up. No. But like, they, they don't bring up the fact that half of their women's division right now, and between NXT and main roster, spent time in Shimmer. Yeah. And the fact like that they even bring up that they've traveled around the world and wrestled and done independent or the independent circuit or stuff like that, then that's, a, that's already a big step than what they used to do. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, even like in the first round, they have Ginny versus Tony Storm, which is like a progress. A progress, like their biggest women's rivalry. Like Ginny won the title from Tony Storm. They're not going to mention it. Like yeah. I highly doubt that they're going to even mention that. Yeah. Like even though that's something that happened this summer, like very recently, is an active feud. Like, and they are like using that feud in their first round. But they're not going to allude to I it. I highly doubt they're going to mention it. Yeah, because I mean, they're not cool going to be. Cool they did, but yeah. Because Tony Storm is going to win, and they're not going to be like, oh yeah, she lost to this other person. Like, they're not going to even like mention it at all. Do you want to know what does help Indies though? All in. 
Yep. <laughs> and also what's going to be happening here soon. PWG Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah. Do we have, like, any information on it? Uh, they have the list Brody of... Brody King on it? They have, yes, they have, yeah. they have a list of participants and everything, but PCO is on PCO is gonna murder somebody. Is Neville on it? No. Speaking of Brody King, he became the new AAW champion over Hell the yeah. weekend. Yeah, he beat uh, ACH. Hell yeah. Ach. Shout out, oh, shout out my hardcore boy Brody King. I have never seen him wrestle, but I back him one hundred percent. He's good. One, I was listening to... So Hamburg's just fucking super crazy. What a weird match. <laughs> I was weird. listening to Tights and Fights and uh, Jensen Karp, Danielle Fischel's, Fischel's uh, fiance. I want to start... Uh, who's that? Uh, Alan with John Mayer. Oh. Yeah, he's the one yeah. who brought... Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah. He's the one that brought... They're having a fish-themed um, wedding. All of those celebrities that were in the front row for his bachelor <laughs> John party. Mayer, yeah. John, John Mayer, Mayer Paul Shear. Paul Shear. Like the, was that was Nicole Cabana. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was his bachelor party. It was Jensen Carver's bachelor party. He brought them all to all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. gotcha. That's which is crazy. which? I was at his which, bachelor party. Which yeah. is shit yeah. for uh, Danielle Fischel because she loves PWG. Yeah. Did you guys? See well, she could go to PWG Bulla. Did you guys see John Mayer's Instagram stories while he was at All In? No. no you I need should've. to go back and watch them. Oh, I'll have to find him. But yeah. Um, like stuff like that helps the indies. Um, yeah. WWE letting people finish out their independent dates helps the indies a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, them doing like Velveteen Dream is wrestling tonight. He's wrestling Darby Allen. Oh hell Yester- yeah! Yesterday oh, he's he re- all in. Spectacle Spectacle of Excess did a really good article on Darby Allen. Yesterday he wrestled uh, Austin Theory for Evolve. Doing stuff like that helps the indies. Yeah, supporting your indies helps the indies. And honestly, um. Fucking, like those opening match guys, like watching them and supporting them, mm-hmm. that'll help because those opening match guys are now your top level guys. Those are the Shane Strickland's a few years ago yeah. that are now like fucking getting a huge name. Those are the Desmond Xavier's. So Shaft, not Shaft, Shaft, <laughs> not Shaft. Shaft's one well of he might listen. No, he's not. <laughs> Well, no, after he hears you say that he's low enough. I'm not saying that he's bad. I'm just saying not him. <laughs> the, the, he's not the out. Moros twins? No, they're not out there enough. I'm talking about like actually like nationally known independent guys. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not 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 these guys. Not the Voros twins. Not the fucking Voros twins or Shaff. Brady got so mad like those twins are Oh no. Um. Yeah. I just like Del Ejo Del Ass Man. Yeah. Nice. He wrestles just like his dad. Yep. Um, I just thought that might be a nice little discussion. Yeah. Um, WWE isn't killing the... They aren't killing the indies like what some people say. Well, and you... Independent wrestling kills itself. I'll improve that. Yeah, independent wrestling is its own worst enemy sometimes. Well, you you almost need WWE for the indies to be as big as they are, because you have to have some sort of contrast point. Well, and you have to have people who are interested in wrestling. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Um, At the end of the day, I mean, like 75 to 85% of people who are in wrestling on the independent level are there to... Go to WWE. Yeah. So yeah. you need kind of that, like. You the, need a goal. Uh, you need an end game. Um, but independent end wrestling, game. I think, is sometimes 
its own worst enemy for being so yeah that's also a fucking enemy of mine but no it's because of how carny it is it's how like shitty some of the guys are to themselves and to each other and then like to like the women on the show and these shitty wrestlers like Killing companies and doing yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that's what hurts indie wrestling. Zach, the most. can you put the Macho Man effect on his voice during this section? Because he has the glasses on. He's wearing his madness sunglasses. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm not gonna promise we'll something that I will forget yeah. to do. Okay, also, is that a thing you can do? Could you take my recorded voice now? <laughs> And put something on it to make me sound like Macho Man. No, because sound. the Macho Man's actually gonna be here right now. Oh shit! I'm talking to you, uh, brother. Have a cup of coffee in the big time. <laughs> oh, cream always rises to the top. Cream always rises to the top. Nice. Uh, maybe we should do the classic. Ooh, Russell Boys classic with the Macho Man. We got the time. Can you do the crime? Yes. But, um. Mine's done, so we have to use your bracket. Why is it done? Because we're done. Oh. We're done with our our mini brackets. Mini brackets. Yeah, I haven't updated on my phone, so I don't know how. We're pulling out the brackets, so we will do, I guess, the championship rounds. Yeah. Well, so, we already did, didn't we? Well, so we take my champion, and we fight it against, I don't know. I think Zach's champion? Zach's champion. Yeah. And then our two champions face each other. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so you guys can go first. Okay. My champion is Kenny Omega. Get fucked. My champion's Daniel Bryan. You. Oh shit. <laughs> so you just hush your tone. Um. So should we argue for our people? Is that how we should do this? Yeah. How does that? Well, cause that's fucked. I don't. Yeah. You argue for your people. Arg- entertain uh, me. That's yeah. Fun, dance that's for me. for Zach. Entertain us. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is maybe something we should have discussed at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, I how yeah how do we, how do we come down to this? So Daniel Bryan at one point in time was one of the best wrestlers in the world. Kenny Omega right now is the like one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah, um, I'm thinking of the match. Um, if we're going by WWE rules, Daniel Bryan's a little guy. Can you can you Kenny Omega's not a, not much bigger. Yeah, he's not, um, he's not a big dude. <laughs> They made those jokes. I just want to see this match, honestly. I would love to see this match. I mean, it's happened. Oh, cool. It's a John Jacob Jingleheimer special. Yeah, match. I've seen <laughs> that. Yeah, I've seen that clip. It's pretty good. Um, they they wrestle very differently. You've never seen um, Daniel Bryan wrestle this different way, but he can have such a good fucking weird British comedy match. Okay. That is out well, of control. Kenny Omega's a great comedy wrestler. I, this is like the match. Like, I would love them to, like, for the first ten minutes, have it be like a Yano versus Omega match. <laughs> right, that was so funny. I'm thinking of this very specific Saturday morning slam, Daniel Bryan versus Tyson Kidd match. And Saturday Morning Slam was a kids wrestling show. Hell yeah! That like they couldn't do like strikes to the head. They couldn't do like anything like involving like neck holds and stuff. Mm. And imagine so, that like Daniel Bryan flourished in it. Yeah. And they <laughs> had such a cool, weird, grapply like rolly match. Yeah, it's and really, it was yeah. so fun. And, like I would love that for the first ten minutes, and the next like twenty minutes, them just like hitting big moves and beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, go on. 
I yeah, I, it's it's tough to say. It it really it's really hard because like Daniel Bryan. Who's is, more important to wrestling? Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I mean, I agree, Daniel like, Bryan. He's when it comes to well. Yeah, like, Jenna, I think you should help us vote, or else we won't have any tiebreakers. That's true. Yeah. Kenny yeah. Omega is, like, I think he's an important for, like, he's one of the first Gaijins to hold the title, right? No. No? Okay. He's first in a while. Um, well, it's AJ, AJ, but... Not that long. I think yeah, Kenny Omega's long. important for other wrestling besides WWE. It's, definitely. Like, he put eyes on that. I guess maybe Balor and Shinsuke before that, and AJ before that. No, but Kenny definitely has. Uh, really Daniel big. Bryan is one of the reasons why WWE even signs independent guys. Yeah. That's yeah. true. He changed the business. And also, Ring of Honor wouldn't be a thing without him. Yeah. But could you also make the argument that um, New Japan wouldn't be as big in the U.S. if it wasn't for Kenny Omega? I 100% think so. Without Omega can- Okada, without those matches, I don't think so. You could make that argument, but then... Like, you wouldn't have Ring of Honor being at this level without Daniel Bryan. Uh, I kind of wish Ring of Honor didn't exist. <laughs> I just wish Sinclair Broadcasting Well, if Ring of Honor didn't exist. exist, then there would be no, like, New Japan being at this level. Yeah. I just wish it would fall into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> just not be a shitbag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is going to go to the sea. Uh, oh, rock yeah. Rock and Rager at sea. Uh, rock and Rager. Cabin's still available. <laughs> Maybe they'll just Kenny the Omega. Exec- maybe like just. I'll all see you on the Jericho cruise. Can fall into the sea off the boat. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like they Ring of Honor changed independent wrestling. Well, well they're well, not well, independent. They're owned by Sinclair Broadcasting. Well, now, now. before they were. Yeah. Okay. They they, they get, you get your smirk hat off for <laughs> a second there. I'm surprised it came on because it's never on. <laughs> It came on right then and there. I listened to too many wrestling podcasts. Yeah. No, they used to be truly independent. If it wasn't for them, independent wrestling wouldn't have even gotten to the level that it needed to get, like, around, like, 2011. Yeah. 2012 to really start bubbling and getting, like, really big, where others are starting to get, like, get big. Without them putting in deals in place to work with New Japan, CMLL, and PWG, the New Japan that we know that even before Kenny Omega got there wouldn't have even existed to the U.S. Yeah. fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it, like on a, and at a, at a personal level too, like with Daniel Bryan, like you can't beat his story. He was told he, I mean, like totally couldn't wrestle WWE ever again. But like really through like his, like a force of like sheer will, he well, he he brought himself back. Well, and even before that, he brought himself to the top. I'm yeah, going to, no one. So I mean, I'm just gonna counter. He was that. not supposed to. I'm gonna counter it. that. Kenny Omega was signed in 2005. Was told he wasn't gonna do shit. Was essentially kicked out of Deep South. Was told uh, by Johnny Ace, "Hey, I'm gonna get you contacts for Japan." Then told, "Never mind." Went and made his own name in DDT by sending in that uh, Champion of Anywhere match. Yeah. And that's how they started booking him. Was just supposed to be there for like one tour. It's like Kota Ibushi's like opponent. Then they became like fucking tag team partners and lovers mm-hmm. and so he's another guy that was told no no mm-hmm. no no and yeah. then turned everything yeah. into yeses i mean we don't even have to vote so he was it's that's really true. That's true. Three. he was also actually you guys are gonna vote in this one fuck it <laughs> um also i mean he was brought in as the junior heavyweight for bullet club he was the cleaner yeah like he was like they had the heavyweight champion that was aj mm-hmm. if it wasn't for 
Actually, Kenny AJ wouldn't have really won the belt, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, they just, both at, but w- the, made yeah. careers sure. of defying the odds. Yeah, yeah. I like how I'm like arguing really hard for both of them. You gotta. It's, you can. It's hard. Yeah, you can like, make an argument for both because it's like, while I see like all that Daniel Bryan did, it's hard to like sit here and say like, I don't know if like if indie wrestling would be a, as big as it is now if like you didn't have all the core members of the Bullet Club. I I think it would because it started hitting when he was still just doing DDT. But but with you, you go gotta. Ahead. Like, but the thing you got to think about is like, the members of Bullet Club now kind of brought it into that mainstream where it wasn't before. Like, you can buy New Japan shirts at Hot Topic. Like, all in just yeah. happened. Like, not saying like there wouldn't have been a guy after that, but we don't know. Yeah. And would all four of us be really hyped on New Japan without those Omega Okada matches? Oh no! Yes. Like, I, you, I, yeah, you would. You would. I would have <laughs> never watched. But like, I, I probably. Don't know, I don't know yeah. if I would watch it. I, watched, I think I would have eventually watched. My first but, Wrestle Kingdom was but, nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine. My first one was eleven with Omega Okada, and that's what I watched um, first. So, yeah. would have that? Would everything have gotten to that level without Daniel Bryan becoming as successful as he did, and showing more mainstream wrestling fans that? The independents aren't a dirty word and a dirty, weird, like, carny thing, and it's, like, cool wrestling. Yeah. Hmm. Guys like him and Punk made it so independent wrestling could be, like, more mainstream. Because even guys before, like, Evan Bourne could only get to such a level. But they mm-hmm. broke through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zach, vote. Uh, I'm going to go with Debray. Oh. Jenna? Uh, I gotta say Daniel Bryan when you look at his record on the indies and in WWE. I don't know. You guys vote. You guys no, we're, vote? we're going down the line. Snap decision. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. I think if Kenny Omega was in WWE, he could have that chance to do it, but we won't know. We don't know if we'll ever know. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go deeper just because the whole body of work. We don't have to vote. We don't have to we're vote. Still we're still in the middle of, like, Kenny's influence. Mm-hmm. And so, and, like, they're, we're still almost, like, in the eye of the storm. Yeah. Or at the, almost, like, the, the beginning of this, like, where we go. Because All In, I feel, is, like, this spot on a, on a fucking, like, map or fucking on whatever. Yeah. And this is either going to go up and shoot higher or we plateau and it's going to start dropping. I think it might plateau for a bit and then I... I think they'll find another way. Yeah. And so Life, we're at a fucking fork in the Life, road. Life uh, yeah. finds a way. <laughs> and just as Yogi Bear said, when you come to a fork in the road, take it. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I was going to vote um, uh, Omega. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to vote Daniel Bryan. I, he, I, he, I, I was going to close my eyes and figure it out. <laughs> um, See what what beautiful boy just appeared just in your a, brain. Just, yeah, manifested. It's a little Goatman. Oh, it's a little goat boy named Daniel Bryan? Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Bryan sweeps it. He sweeps it. I just wanted to That sweep. sucks, because, like, Kenny Omega is, like, my favorite current Of course. Of yeah. course. Oh, yeah. He's, like, but this is no diss to Kenny. Oh, I know. It's just, it's, it's just funny, because, like, you can't go past the influence that Daniel Bryan's had on all of wrestling. It'll just make the next tournament that we do that... Involves men. The one that's just gonna <laughs> all be luchadors. Yeah. And Kenny Omega, no, and he'll have to win. Just luchadors. 
I saw an Easter We're building egg. a long-term story. It'd be fun to do, like, a tournament, but with women while the main No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our next one. That's the oh, next oh, one. Okay. Cool. We talked about that this week, actually. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, announcement here. Now. Yeah, next. Our next one is going to be an all-women's tournament. Except for I'm picking all luchadors. <laughs> That's fine. Sexy star. Hey is winning it all. No, it's just La Luchadora five times. I mean, it's been like at least two different people. So no, I'm just I just want to pick old like weird Mexican dudes like Dr. Wagner Jr. Oh hell yeah, that are just like 54 years old but the like most terrifying voice in wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> he's such a cool looking old guy. Yes, <laughs> handsome man. He really is. He's a silver fox. All right, our our matchup. I don't. I feel like Isai will argue for my. Well, Who's your person? Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Against Johnny Gargano. Eddie Guerrero wins. <laughs> I mean, I would love to talk in depth about it, but also Eddie Guerrero wins. <laughs> I don't, like, I think on this podcast between, like, both years of that we've done this. Yeah, I'm going to say Eddie Guerrero doesn't get to be in next year. <laughs> yeah. Like, Eddie Guerrero is just the best. He was character. He was passion. He was wrestling. Yeah. He was my fucking dude. He was, like, everything. I mean, John Gargano's, like, had some great matches and made me, like, feel some pretty good feelings. Eddie Guerrero watching his his title one makes me cry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, yeah. Him running through the crowd, it gives me chills when I watch it. It, still. it, 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 mm. it makes me tear up, like, real human, like, fucking It makes feelings. me forget the fact that there was a Goldberg run-in during that match. Which should make me hate it. The, all <laughs> yeah. this, if you ever want a fucking cry, because I don't know, sometimes you just feel like a good cry. Yeah. Watch the fucking Eddie Guerrero Rod tribute, because you will get a fucking cry. Yeah. And it is. Oh my god. Yeah. I love Eddie Guerrero. So that, and if much. you also want a good Rod tribute show, the Raw's Owen one, and then just listen to Mark Henry's fucking poem about Owen Hart, and that mm. one. That one will also make you cry. Yeah. If you guys ever want to cry, those are things I go to to cry. What's the Mark Henry one? It's the Mar- the Raw is Owen one. Raw is Owen. Yeah. Oh. And he okay. wrote a poem about Owen Hart, and it's like, Aww. imagine the world's strongest man who's six foot five, four hundred fifty pounds of just fucking this, fucking ass kicking muscle, and he's breaking down in tears. Mm. That alone, right there, just shows you like that it takes a. A strong man to cry. You should, no matter who you are, you should be able to let any of your feelings go, and it's okay. Yes, you are no less of a man because of it. So please, you should do that. If Mark Henry is okay with showing emotion, writing a fucking writing a poem about like a friend that has died. Yeah, and like when he then like called out Martha. Hall of Fame speech. <laughs> yeah. Again, like that one, like, like move. Like I fucking felt chills on that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just saying, if he can show real emotion and cry and sexual be, chocolate be tears, in tune with his feelings, which I think every person should be able to do mm-hmm. without any ridicule. Mm-hmm. You should too. Yeah. It's cool to cry. Yeah. Cry the only thing I'll make cool. fun of you for is being mean. Yeah. And don't be, be a, a dick. jerk. Um, I'm gonna vote Johnny Gargano just to be contrarian. Yeah, Guerrero <laughs> is immensely important to wrestling. I don't like that we have to pick between Daniel Bryan and Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, I just want to end it tonight. 
No, we can't. Nah, yeah, we got, we got on the fucking fly. We got it. We got. Yeah, I just want to do this on the fucking fly. We got to build some fucking. Let's do it on the fly. We got the third round matches. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero's gonna win this whole thing. We'll find out next week. No, it was Shinsuke. Uh, Eddie Guerrero's winning, and we all know this. So we'll find we out can next week. just like call week. it now. I'm saying this now. Suspense is building. Can't Suspense die. has been the Can't plot die. continues you know to thicken. Remember what we thought at the beginning of WrestleMania? Like Roman's winning. <laughs> and remember what I thought at the beginning of this? Eddie's winning, and he's gonna win, or I'm gonna come for all you. <laughs> I know where each one of you lives, except for you now. Yeah, that's right. But I can find it. Oh, I'll show you. I'll show you. my guy. Yeah. Eddie's your guy. Yeah. You're going to vote with me. We'll Abby, see. what do you maybe, vote? Maybe I'll screw him. Do- I think Doug should vote. The dog's voting currently. Yeah. Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. She sniffed Hell the microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eddie's, uh, Abby's voting for Pepper. Oh, no. Wait. Never mind. You guys have never nothing. I saw the Mamma Mia... Uh, at Shakespeare Festival, oh, there was this. It? it was incredible. There was this dancer named Pepper, and he is the fucking hottest man I've ever seen. Yeah, but did he get eaten by Al Snow? No, he just fucking danced his ass off. And did I you was see? Enamored. Did you see Parliament Funkadelic at Treefort last year? No. Oh, they had a guy come out uh, who was dancing all sexy, and he was one of the most attractive human beings <laughs> I've ever. Yeah, been maybe seen. it was the guy who played Pepper in Mamma Mia. Maybe. Man, I. Was we're talking about Pepper the dog that got eaten by Al Snow? No, no, uh, we're not. Talking, that's not a sexy man. <laughs> Al Snow's definitely not a sexy man. You are right. <laughs> I did. You no, know who like Jenner randomly thinks is hot is Dan Barry. I don't know who, who that is. Oh, never mind. I'm gonna look him up. Derek, look him up. Dan. I like Barry. hot dads. Hold on. What the fuck? Looks like Michael Caine. Is he a politician? Well, no, he's a wrestler. Beautiful man. He's a wrestler. Yeah, Dan. He's a wrestler. He's this guy right there. No, I don't get it. But that's okay. Well, you know, because it was really weird. Because like we're talking like, oh, Dan Barry's a hot guy, and I'm like, what? This guy? Oh, so I'm looking at the wrong dude. You're right. no. <laughs> We're looking at the wrong guy. <laughs> no, not that. This guy. Oh, he's I not get hot, it. but he's he just looks like a dad. Like not even like a hot dad. He just looks like. Like just like fucking like a weird uncle. The guy we were looking like at, the guy we were looking at looked like uh, Dana Carvey uh, as the turtle in Master of Disguise. <laughs> yeah. I almost get it, but I I still no, I the don't lead, get it. The guy you guys were looking at looks exactly like my stepdad's dad. <laughs> step <laughs> step gramps. He's not so car. Step grandpappy. I think he's a good looking fella. He's not ugly. He's just like. You don't go like, oh, Dan Barry, hot. <laughs> he's pretty. He's pretty avo. Um, I just said uh, a high so, quality, um, transparent image of him for you. So <laughs> make it. Um, this is just random things. I got um, Jenna's mom. We got her to realize how hard her Chicago accent is. Oh yeah. yeah. She said the word podcast, and she said podcast. She, she said, she said podcast. She said podcast, and she's like, "Oh my god, I do have hard days." <laughs> Jenna's mom rules. We, we play drinking games with her mom while I drink old style. It was great. Nice. And uh, Jenna's sister's uh, Jenna's boyfriend's girlfriend. I don't know why I said sister. My boyfriend's. Uh, fuck! Who the fuck? 
Jenna's brother's girlfriend. God, I'm having a rough day. Wait, isn't that Jenna? <laughs> Gonna do cool lucha things. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I just went back to work like for the last few days. My brain is mush. Um, Jenna's brother's girlfriend got real drunk. Nice. It was fun. We played. Fucking was it a was it a hoot? It was a hoot, but she just Jenna's mom said podcast. Did you play Lightning Willie? Yeah, but we didn't have Tyler there to explain <laughs> the rules. I don't know, but one of my stipulations was every like every like I laughed like Miguel, <laughs> and every time I did, everyone else had to, or else they had to take a drink. Oh no! Oyster! Oyster! Hi, Abby. All right, there it is. Uh, let's wrap her up. Uh, give her the go home cue. Couple. Oh, yeah, brother, gonna give her the go home cue. Shout out, shout out, Doctor Blurg, because it's been a while since we shouted you out. Doctor Blurg, still think, think we're still thinking about you. You think that a potato for you can call us out in the wrestling boys, but you can't. You're gonna have a cup of coffee in the big time. Then we're gonna send you back down to the minor leagues. I played minor league baseball. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> nice. Um. <laughs> Shout out to one of my favorite musicians, Phoebe Bridgers, who's at a wrestling show in shout Mexico out, City right shout now. Out Phoebe. Oh, that's going to be a good show. Yeah. Arena Mexico. Arena Mexico, brother. Um, Triple Mania. I think that was all I had. Oh, your shout outs. Yeah. It is a live seems. reaction of Triple Mania. Oh, <laughs> my Triple God. Watch it. We should. So, this is my theory. This is what we need to do. That's my idea. I want to watch a tournament of death. Maybe that's just what we- the match, like the final match, or like the cage of death match, and like while we're watching it, like we're just recording. Maybe that's what we should do for episode sixty-nine coming up. I think that, or we review the live sex. That's the true. With Edge and Lita. What? The live what? sex show with Edge yeah. and Lita. When Edge won the title. Oh, the oh. bed in the ring. Oh yeah, no, I've seen that clip. Well, who hasn't? <laughs> I feel like Oster, maybe. Oh, yeah, I probably haven't. I just like to be like, oh, I've seen the clip. Like, Okay, you go on YouTube and write 10 wildest moments in WWE history. That's always on every like one of them. I've seen that in Milk Truck. That in Milk Truck. That in Bread Truck. Oh, I've seen. I've seen the clip. I've seen the clip. I've been to the top of the mountain. <laughs> um, all right. You can follow me on the internet. At, hey, Oyster. at Oster Coaster on Twitter, at Blue Oster Colt with a V on Instagram. Um, yeah, that's it. Boom, Matt underscore boom, on boom. underscore drums on Matt Instagram. Drums. Also, uh, at Wrestle Drums on Instagram. Uh, also, as Dino Pupperino on Instagram. Woof, woof. He's a good dog, and you should fucking look at him. Nice. Done. At Kayfabe Dad on Twitter. Good name. At Maya Chemical Dad Pants on Instagram. Sweet. That's cool. Follow us at WrestleBoys Cast on Twitter at Genuine WrestleBoys on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for your time. Also, Thanks, you can John. go to audibletrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast and you can get a free Audible book. Yeah, and buy our merch at bit.ly slash WrestleBoys. I was going to mention that. Yeah, um, get a shirt and get a free audiobook courtesy of your genuine WrestleBoys. Listen to a fucking book. 
Oh yeah, brother. You gotta get that nudge. You gotta listen to a book. Um, we're going to stop donating at the end of September. And so, Osher's actually gonna start stealing money from people. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, hide your wallets. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're gonna. I don't know. We're putting a deadline on it. Um, so once. Uh, the end of September, we'll donate it all, we'll match it, and thanks to everyone who's bought something so far. Yeah, yeah. and, and if thanks you for wearing cool places. Now's your chance. Alright, you can follow me, everything is alright. Oh, everything uh, is alright. Uncle Cracker, at Uncle Cracker on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, no, follow me at DuckShirt. Uh, also, I tweet a lot from the Russell Boys Twitter. Uh, Instagram's DuckShirt. Um, yeah. Jenna, what's your stuff? Uh, at Jenna is cool six nine. My Twitter is at eater of ov worlds, and then my Instagram is just my name Jenna Kiata now. Uh, J e n n a k i e t a. Getting it professional. Uh, J duck six nine, I think, is what it is. <laughs> Big Val four twenty. <420. laughs> uh, yeah, shout out Big Val four twenty. That's Jenna's mom. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Jenna, for being on today. Um. Yeah. Ooh, happy Rusev Day, everybody. Happy Rusev um, Day. Oh, and I will end it when we when we do the rebrand. Uh, it should have ended about six weeks ago. No. <laughs> every it's day 12. is Rusev Day. Every day is a day. Every day is every a new day. 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 I'll take full <laughs> forever breath I take. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. I'll take it for granted. Oh, P.O.D. To my love for my Zach, mistakes. I felt like you are about to see something. It's beyond my control. I I'm Go ahead and shoot it. It's on you because I showed her choppy choppy pp this Oh, week. no. Oh, what did no. she think of it? She was not a fan. Was she like, who's Funaki? But at the same time, she started watching Total Bellas Season 2. So that was her punishment. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Enough I, I can't stand the way that the Bellas talk to each other. Because it just hurts my head. It's a fucking nightmare. Hey. This show is a fucking hey, nightmare. Hey, do you want to go and JJ get some wine? It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah, Nicole. I and love you, girl. Fly, fly, fly. Sorry, I was singing P.O.D. that whole time. The whole time. Yeah, you just, like, you do that a lot. I know. It's my thing. It's just to garble the audience. <laughs> Man, what if P.O.D. was in an elimination chamber? Because it'd be in all the P.O.D.s. It was the just POD's. the soft background soundtrack <laughs> to, yeah. uh, to the choppy, choppy P.P. conversation. <laughs> I love the fact, like, in that faction of Kayentai, and they wanted to chop off a hog, there was a guy named Dick. That's true. <laughs> His name is Dick Togo, or Dick Togo. Oh. Nice. So there's that. Yeah. On the move. Makes sense. Yeah, Dick Togo. Living the gimmick. <clears throat> Living the gimmick, brother. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, happy yeah. Rusev Day, everybody. Happy Rusev fucking day. Thanks for listening. Thanks I for listening. I said that in the wrong order. And uh, Russell Boys 316 says, Avenue Slim Jim. Oh, yeah, damn. Fuck you, Garfield. Monday's the best day of the week. No, it's not. Listen to POD there, Rock. Eat some fucking lasagna. Oh, don't get it on your finger. Bye.